for today's top two. Headlines. Struggling, not going to lie. Why are you struggling? <laughs> this, it's going to be fine. This thing with my daughter, dude. She's getting on. She's boarding her flight. She's oh. going back to the East Coast to go look at schools. And <laughs> She's going to be fine. Spread her wings and fly. That's what they got to do. Is this the first big trip she's taken by herself? Outside of going to visit family, yes. Uh-huh. So this would be like a, she's a, a vacation almost, like. I know she's going for a specific purpose, but it's not like you said. She's not going to grandma's house. She's not going to anywhere that you know no, is someone's that's not there why he's to protect her. He's struggling because she's possibly wanting to move back out there. Yeah. That's what the struggle is. Not that she's going on a trip. Yeah, it's, it's the setup mm-hmm. of she's going to, she flies back to Atlanta, then she drives with her friend to Alabama, of all schools. Why? Oh. I don't know. So she goes, uh, spends a couple days in Tuscaloosa, and then she comes back. But she sees the, you know, the. I want her to do all that stuff. It's just I need to uh, probably be closer. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's his whole problem is that she may go back and live there, and he's out here. Yeah, it's, that's the problem. It, it, it was always a rule that I have to be a four hour car ride from her. Gotcha. You know, so uh, it, it things just didn't work out the way that it was supposed to work out originally, but. Anyway, we'll see how that goes. All right, uh, two big stories from today. Get your first round of headlines here. Thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air, goodguysheatingcooling.com. Go ahead. Imagine having your car stolen and then getting a ticket. H1. Francisco Mayor London Breed is calling on city agencies to uh, work to stop victims of car theft from getting tickets on their stolen cars. San Francisco Chronicle reports that more than 400 stolen cars received parking citations between May 1st and September 17th. So the mayor of San Francisco is now saying that they're going to cut that out. They're going to put up a a law in place where if a car is stolen, they can't give them tickets. The thing that's confusing to me about this story is where I come from, they have scanners that scan your plates, your license plates automatically. So how can you not know if a car is stolen right away by scanning the plates? Or the, well, unless I guess they shave the VIN number. Right. Or they change the plates. Well, if they change the plates, then, then the person are, wouldn't be getting the ticket. Yeah, how are you getting the ticket? That's a great point. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so it's just like, how are y'all not verifying these cars before you know, just putting a ticket on it? You know, sometimes we'll bring up these stories <laughs> and we'll we'll come to a, a quick conclusion uh-huh. like you just did. And then possibly somebody listening that has something to do with it is going, exactly. you know, just we didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> We're helping solve problems how, how is it these yahoos on the radio <laughs> within a split second thought of that? And we didn't. So tomorrow on Headlines, the story, we'll have it again, but it'll be a little bit. The mayor will be responding to us. Right, exactly. Yeah, sure. All right, second one. Taylor Swift dominates arenas and now box offices. H2. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Taylor Swift fans are showing up in big numbers this weekend. I've never wanted to go to a Taylor Swift concert until I heard her say, welcome to the Eras Tour. And then I'm like, I want to be welcomed there. Like, why didn't I go? <laughs> well, the, the uh, movie dropped in theaters this weekend. She filmed behind the scenes stuff and her entire tour and put it out. Brilliant. She hit number one at the box office this weekend, $97 million 
just in North America. And what she did was she went around or she went around Hollywood. She made this deal directly with AMC. Beyonce did the same exact thing, mm. and her movie's gonna drop December first. They're both looking to make a lot of money from these. Films. And they've teamed up. Beyonce came to the premiere. Yep. And yep. showed her support, just mm-hmm. as I'm sure Taylor. Like this girl, it, it, you look at the history of just music in general that have been able to pull like Taylor Swift pulls, and there's only a handful of people. Mm-hmm. You know, Michael Jackson comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Beatles, possibly. Yep. You know, I mean, for their day and age. Mm-hmm. You know, and when I say possibly, I'm just saying they did not have what the artists have today right. with being able to do the things that they have. And I don't know if there's anyone else. I'd say Beyonce is at least in the conversation. Yeah, because right now her tour is number one in sales because I don't think mm-hmm. the numbers have come out yet for Taylor Swift. So as of right now, Beyonce has the highest grossing tour of all time. And Beyonce is one of those artists that has shown that she doesn't, you know, for for good or bad, she doesn't need radio. No. Like she dropped albums when people weren't selling albums and didn't have any singles go out to radio ahead of time. But and ta- she's still. But, but Taylor one. Swift, uh, I think, comes across more personal to her audience than Beyonce. Beyonce has the kind of I'm the upper echelon. I'm the what is she called? Queen B. Mm-hmm. You know, and my fans are my minions. Taylor Swift, I think, is more personal. I mean, she writes what handwritten handwritten letters and stuff. <laughs> and you see some of these uh, concert videos. The the people, the kids in this, uh, not only kids, but there's like thirty year old men <laughs> that are at these that these at these shows, and they get up and they start singing like they're at a freaking concert. They do, they do. Mm-hmm. Everybody, when you're seeing the videos they've been posting from the weekend, all the theaters, people are up singing and dancing, and they're okay with it. I mean, I I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. There's no chance. Would you ever go see a concert in a movie theater? No, I'd watch it at home when it comes out, but I wouldn't go to the theater. No, you would not. Don't say that because you you and I have gone back and forth about these listening parties. You went to uh, Kanye, di- but that's yeah. different. Dude walked out in the middle of a, a stadium and played a CD. Like, I'd be mad. What? what why? Well, he had the mic. He was doing some stuff, but uh, you just couldn't hear it because the audio was horrible. Oh, but that's not the same. I, that was in a movie theater. I was in a I was in a dome. I would I would much actually rather go to a movie theater and actually be entertained with something really? that's produced. Not that I, I, I don't uh-huh. like either one of them. Sure, but, but if just, I, if is I, there an artist you would go see? If that I, well, I like documentaries, but I don't think this is a documentary. It's not right because it's supposed it's to be a kind concert. of like a documentary because it's going to show you all the behind the scenes, working up to it, like the backup dancers, their routines. These are fun to watch on TV, just not in the movies. Like I remember growing up when Madonna would have her tour thing come out on HBO, and like my parents watched it. I'm like, why are we watching a Madonna concert on TV right now? And I'll watch a documentary about anybody. I don't even uh-huh. have to be a fan, just just so I understand who they are. So, like, I saw the Taylor Swift one on Netflix. It was good. I mean, the girls, I mean, like her or not, girls got talent. People hate on her because she's so successful. People hate successful people. Oh, absolutely. They despise it, you know. But, I mean, she's now conquered the NFL. (laughs) She's conquered the movie business. She's wonderful. She's conquered the music (laughs) business. Wonderful. I just love Taylor Swift. Like, what else can you do before the age of 40, Taylor? You know, I mean, that's that's pretty ridiculous. The Bailey Show. All right, here we go. Second round of headlines. Thanks to our friends at Good Guys. Heating and air. 530 Good Air. Best service. That's best price. That is guaranteed. Nikki D. Sack Zoo says goodbye to the chimps. H3. I'm sad to see that the chimps are gone. 
Um, I, we do love the zoo, though. We always love all the animals they have here, so we're, you know, happy with what we get to see. So the kids are happy. <laughs> we're happy. Chimpanzees have been a mainstay at the Sacramento Zoo for 75 years, but through the years, the chimps have dwindled down to they only had four that were still remaining. When I went, um, I saw them there. I loved them. I sat and talked to them for a little while and things like that. Well, now there are no more chimps. They had to ship them off to two separate zoos because they said they just couldn't properly care for them there anymore. Well, it was also a mental thing because, I mean, they're smart animals. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. very. Yeah, the you didn't get to the part where why they shipped them out. Well, it just says that they needed to be rehomed. No, no. They said there was this uh, really annoying black woman that came and talked to him for way too long one wow. time. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, I did say it. They said they had to be rehomed because the, they the, couldn't care for The them. chips were like, get me out of Sacramento. <laughs> like, Here's like doing this to us. They're <laughs> all weirded out. Like, get me out. Like, this lady's going to come back. She bought an annual pass. Tell me about no. her problems. No, 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 no. She wanted us to be a part of her vague book experience, which is like <laughs> every day now. No, that is not the reason why. I am sad, though, because there's a lot of animals that aren't at the sack zoo. So the chimps were one of those. Like what animals do they not have? It's a they zoo. don't have like giraffes there. They don't have elephants there. What kind of zoo is They it? don't have, I don't think they Virtual? have lions and tigers. Like, there's a lot of animals they don't do have there. They, okay, I'm sorry. What do they have? Mm. I mean, they had some monkeys. Snakes. They had some birds. Um, <laughs> I saw. <laughs> Time to go. I think I saw. <laughs> I saw the monkeys, saw the birds. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's go to the gift shop. We got to go. <laughs> I don't know. Forty nine ninety five was worth it, to be honest with <laughs> you. <Right. laughs> uh, let me just be quiet. <laughs> They, they, that's all they got birds and monkeys I mean, they had some other ones too i just I no can't. lions tigers and bears they didn't they didn't have any lions, tigers and bears no no they don't have elephants they didn't have giraffes giraffes are the deal they are you got you're not a zoo unless you got a giraffe uh san francisco zoo had the giraffes though and you got to be able to feed the giraffe you do yeah mm-hmm. have you ever been to a real i'm not saying sacramento zoo is a bad zoo but have you ever been to like one of those bush league zoos they're just the animals are just they look like a like they're Sally starving. Struthers commercial. They look sad. Oh, no. yeah. They yes. look like how the lions did in uh, mm. Lion King after Mufasa died. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. There, there's a zoo <laughs> in Cherokee, North Carolina, and it is the saddest thing. Like you walk through it and you hear that commercial, you know, for 49 cents a day, this bear <laughs> can eat. You can help out. Let's look at this bear. This bear is all matted. Uh-huh. skinny, mm-hmm. sad looking, and you know, you're know you buying food to like let you buy food to throw it in there. I was spending like 20, 30 bucks. I'm like, dude, eat, man. Eat. I'm <laughs> always <laughs> wondering how those places are staying open. Like DoorDash, Golden Corral. <laughs> <laughs> oh. There's like three animals in the oh entire zoo. God. All right, second story. Well, speaking of DoorDash, a guy ordered DoorDash, but the police showed up instead. H4. There was a knock on the door, and I thought, well, that's DoorDash, and, and then uh, there's a police officer there. After he left, I thought, maybe I should have given him a tip. This took place in New Hampshire. The cops pulled over this lady who was a DoorDash driver because she was speeding, and when they pulled her over, they found out that her license was uh, suspended, that her tag was suspended, like she was driving all the way wrong, dirty, so they had to end up impounding her car. They didn't arrest her, though. They gave her a ride home, but the police officer felt like he should deliver the guy's food since he ordered it from McDonald's, That's so cool. he dropped by and, and gave the guy his uh, DoorDash order. 
That's cool. <laughs> That's the good police stuff that you want to hear. Funny, ha ha. Yeah. He brought him. Now it would have ended bad if he would have knocked on a guy's door and he opened it smoking weed or something. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> it or, turned out good. <laughs> or the chick working for DoorDash had a little drug thing on the side and she was dropping off like a oh no pound of weed. Yeah, it was already in the bag. Yeah. Well, then she would have went to jail. Also, would he given a ride home? Cop would have been like, dude, got everybody. Everybody's good to go. I guess I hit a nerve with the, in a good way, uh, with the uh, roller derby stuff. I guess this San Francisco had a team called the Bombers back in the day. So that woman that called, Mm -hmm. was she playing the game, right? Yeah, she was playing generally speaking. Yeah, and then she was a part of, she's part of whatever league that they have now that she posted on our social media. Mm -hmm. And I was talking about, I think it was the 90s when they tried to revive it. And that was roller derby. And people remember roller derby, I think, from the 70s. Mm-hmm. Skinny mini and stuff you'd watch yep. on TV. It was like the alternate to wrestling. Oh, okay. You know, it was scripted but not scripted. Right. And then they brought it back and they filmed in Kissimmee, Florida. And I was the in-house Mike Monkey guy. Okay. So I got to know a lot of the people that did it. And I'm talking to some people. This guy, Justin, in particular, like knows the same people. Oh. That was like 20 plus years ago. People are loving some roller derby. Small Dude, world. Let me tell you, roller derby was cool. Like, really, really cool. Uh-huh. And it was the alternate. If wrestling was not on, you would watch roller derby. And they would do, like, they would grab each other. They'd swing it. And they'd do clotheslines. Oh, yeah. Flip over. I mean, it was hardcore to do that on roller skates. And I'm yeah. not talking about roller blades. No. I'm talking skates. about roller skates. Yeah. You know, and then they wore the outfits. And they all had <laughs> characters and gimmicks. And they, it was it was neat. Anyway, third round of uh, headlines, thanks to good guys. Heating and air, 530, good air. Best service, best price, guaranteed. Our friends at Good Guys Heating and Air, go ahead. Pete, Dav- Pete Davison had this to say about recent terrorist attacks, H5. This week we saw the horrible images and stories from Israel and Gaza. And I know what you're thinking. Who better to comment on it than Pete Davidson? (laughs) Well, uh, in a lot of ways, uh, I am a good person to talk about it because when I was seven years old, uh, my dad was killed in a terrorist attack. And that was the opening skit that he did to Saturday Night Live. And people are talking about it because he was raw. He was honest. It was very heartfelt what he was saying. And a lot of people probably didn't realize that his dad was killed in the 9-11 attack. So he's right. He does know something about how kids are affected by things like this. Yeah, well, it's called the monologue. So the opening monologue of SNL, very rarely are they serious. No. And, you know, you get Pete Davidson up there, and, and it is known for most people what happened to his father in the in, in the 9-11 attacks. But when I saw that story, before I knew that he opened like that, mm-hmm. I was like, God, what are they doing? You know, because, you know, I watched some of the highlights. Usually I'll watch the highlights, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and like, oh, my God, they had one where they did uh, – they did a skit on Fox uh, football. <laughs> so good. With Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey shows up. Because Taylor Swift showed up just to introduce Ice Spice. Right. She had nothing else to do with the show other than to introduce. So it was a really, really good episode. But to have him open with that in a serious manner, mm-hmm. like there's nothing wrong with that. You know, the, mm-hmm. I, I saw people complaining like, it's Saturday Night Live. You're supposed to make me laugh. You're supposed to make me laugh. They say the same things about radio shows. You're not supposed to be talking about this. You're not supposed to be you know, you talk about what other people are talking about. Yes. That's what it is. is an, radio and television, especially shows like that, are an extended conversation of what you're having. That's mm-hmm. what they're supposed to be. It's not all supposed to be scripted and written out beforehand and 
uh, and bit after bit after bit, you know, you 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 win and lose on content. Mm-hmm. And I applaud SNL for talking about that because people can't make up their mind if they weren't ever mentioning it and just went on to do skits and be funny. They say, oh, you don't care about the tragedies right. happening in the world. They take a minute to acknowledge it and then people still aren't happy. You don't have to live there. Now, if you're a political show, you're going to live there. Right. But, you know, show like ours, we're not going to live there, but it's mentioned from time mm-hmm. to time. I'm not going to tell you what to believe and, and, and who to believe. But it's it, all's radio is in, in television like that, like I said, is an extended conversation of what you're having on a daily basis. And there's not one person not talking about it mm-hmm. one way or the other. Whether you know anything about it or not, you're still having a conversation. It's being mentioned in some type of way. Right. So I applaud SNL for doing that. All right. Uh, second start. Would you speed if you know it would cost you millions? H6. So you called the court after seeing that number, of course, and what did the courts tell you? Might be a typo, I don't know, I'm not sure, and I told her the amount it was, and she said, no, sir, that's the correct amount. You either pay the $1.4 million or appear in court on December the 21st at 1.30 p.m. Oof. A Georgia man was <laughs> was left reeling. Uh, he received a speeding ticket for $1.4 million. He was cocked going 90 miles per hour in a 55 zone. And so when he called into the court, he's like, I think this is a typo. They're like, nope, you got to pay the $1.4 million or come to court. <laughs> what it is in Georgia is if you're going 30 miles over the speed limit, they have what's called a super speeder that's added on to your ticket. And the reason why they give you these ridiculous prices is because they want you to know that it's mandatory for you to go to court. Yeah, they, That's all that means. This, this is not the first time that somebody's had a ridiculous amount put on their speeding ticket mm-hmm. i mean it you know especially coming from from there it happens quite often because they don't want you to think you can just pay it and not come to court so i don't know why they don't just say the there's no amount you right. have to come to court like a subpoena or something but it, it, it's funny because when you uh get dinged with anything like this like when i was in vegas i the, the atm messed up mm-hmm. uh it's a long story but it, one it didn't give me my money but it said it took it out <gasps> Oh, and and so I go to the lady uh, in the cage and I said, you know, something's going on. And she explains to me what what happened was that um, I'd reached my limit for the day and it was giving me a um, a, a money, not a line, but like if you go get cash out of a credit card uh-huh. and it charges you this crazy amount of money. I was like, well, I didn't want that. I didn't mm-hmm. ask for that. No. I was like, I has 20 minutes to wait and I can go back. She was she was like, don't worry about it. Relax. She was very cool, very knowledgeable. She goes, two hours, it'll go away. Your bank might take three to five days to get it back into your account, uh-huh. but you're not, it's fine. You're not, the money's not going to come out. But I still have to wait three to five days. To keep checking it and yeah. make sure. And I got to keep checking it and checking it to see if that money has been taken out of your so this guy, he's got until he goes to court. God knows when that'll be. Right. <laughs> to know that he's he's on the hook for one point whatever 1. million dollars. One point four million dollars. And it's so funny that the lady on the phone was like, nope, you just pay the one point four million or either you come to court. <laughs> you- I guess I'm like, okay. Nikki's all flustered, doesn't know whether to go to the funeral or not. She's throwing papers in the studio. And- oh, no, that just slid off the desk. Very perplexed. I'm not flustered. I'm not going to the funeral. I don't have money to buy plane tickets every 15 days. Are they Zooming it? Uh, They probably will, yeah. They normally do it on Facebook Live. Yeah, I was going to say, watch it on Facebook. I'll just go back after it's over and just watch the beginning parts to see my sisters, and that's probably it. I'll just get the highlights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's what I do. 
If you could turn this funeral into a 30-minute sitcom, I'd appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) That's very loving and caring for him. All right, fourth and final round of headlines. Thanks to good guys, heating and air, 530-GOOD-AIR. Go ahead. Madonna is well and back on the road, H7. But it's quite funny. I'm here behind the scenes at the O2 in London, and there are subtle hints that Madonna is in town. Like this 40 by 60 foot flag behind me here. And <laughs> Madonna kicked off her tour in London. If you can remember that she got sick and she had to come off tour. And she did address her health issues at the, at the concert last night. She opened up by saying she had a crazy year and she didn't think she was going to make it. And neither did her doctors. And then she went on to say the reason that she was able to pull through and survive was because she thought about her children and she had to stay here for them. So if you were wanting to catch Madonna, she's going to be uh, in San Francisco, February of next year. And it was embarrassing. She had a, a glitch where she was, I guess, going to do a song where she plays guitar that she, back in the day, played at CBGB, which I didn't know, which was kind of cool. And uh, there was a total bust, like, with the sound system. And so oh. it's like you're Madonna. You know, can you imagine that happening to Beyonce or Taylor Ew. Swift or Adele or something like that? You know, so it's kind of weird. But I got to tell you, like the video that I saw of the glitch, Mm -hmm. like she looked great. I don't understand. And maybe it's because I'm a guy how women of age can change so drastically. Uh, Gwen Stefani is a perfect example. Like Gwen Stefani has always been a very beautiful woman. The older she's gotten, she does all that Botox and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And they start looking horrible. And she just looked like a totally different person. Then I see her on TV the other night. She doesn't look like that person at all. How do you change and morph like that? Because you can take that stuff in and out, those fillers and all that plastic surgery stuff. You can get that stuff taken out of your face so that you can go back to looking normal. So what is it that a woman feels that they need to put that stuff in their face? I mean, they have to know they look silly. They don't. In their minds, they think it makes them look better. I was trying to talk a friend of uh, of mine out of doing that recently. She wants to plump her lips up. I'm yeah. like, no, you don't need to do that. Nope. Your lips are fine. It's just it's people's mindset. They look like hot dogs around teeth. They look yes. silly. It's it, not cute. You know, but Madonna in this video looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. She's always looked really good. No, she like when no, she did. No, there was a minute where she was looking a little rough, skinny and frail. No, it was the plastic surgery didn't look right. Oh, okay. That's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. But now you're saying something has happened, right? And her it's face like, is back to normal. It sh- maybe she, like you said, has let the fillers maybe run let out. them go out, right? And she sounded good. You know, there's been performances over the last couple of years when uh-huh. she's tried to come back because Madonna has always been known as the queen of reinvention. Yes. She has reinvented herself so many different times mm-hmm. uh, that she's the queen. You know, she's the greatest at, at re- doing the re- stay relevant a long time. Yeah. And, and, and she sounded hard, but the video sounds great. So it made me very happy, you know, that she sounded great, looked like she was having a good time. The audience looked like they're having fun. It could fun. be her taking some time off. Yeah. All right. Second up. story. A surfer was bit, but doesn't know by what for sure. H8. The man didn't see what bit him, but there is a clear bite mark and the surfer was taken to the hospital. Warning signs are now posted at Lindemar Beach telling people there was a shark in the area within the last 48 hours. It also has scribbled at the top the words, someone got bit. Someone got bit, but they're not sure by what. Pacifica is about 15 miles 
south of San Francisco. The surfer's out in the water. Something bit him. And I looked at the video. It, it was a substantial bite mark, some blood coming out. But he doesn't know what it was. He doesn't even know if it was a shark. So I feel like right now we're falsely accusing sharks of attacking. We don't really know that that's what happened. But they are telling people to be vigilant if you're out at the beach and something gets to you when you're surfing. What else could so, it yeah, be? A whale? Else? I mean, you don't know what's in the water. It's the ocean. All kind of things are in the ocean. But what else would bite your leg off like that? A turtle. Snapping turtle, but with, now, not no, with teeth. Not a snapping turtle. Can't get your whole leg. No, it's not his whole leg. He only had a puncture mark on the outside of his leg. Oh. It was one puncture mark. Oh, okay. Well, there that's you go. all he had. Like he didn't have no teeth marks around. His leg wasn't hanging off. He had one puncture mark with some blood trickling down. So, it could have been anything so that he, hit him. So because he didn't lose his leg, or he's one of those guys that. I'm a shark attack. There's only right. you know, if you've never done it, then you don't know. I don't need to sit here with some white suburban trash huh? and tell me what it's like to survive a shark attack. You know that kind of thing. He didn't even see it. Movie line, by the way. Yeah, um, yeah. So it could be anything. It, there's those people that are like waiting in the water, mm-hmm. and a nurse shark will brush up against them, and I survived a shark attack. Maybe it was a man that bit him. Yeah. Shark man. <laughs> shark man. <laughs> or somebody could have had a a pole or something and punctured his leg so with now a you're pole. Saying, so it could just be he a random stabbing. It. You don't know. We don't know. God, you're so. It didn't you're, look like a shark bite. You're me. so. You're so. You're so honest. Something. I mean, I've heard of so many people getting punctured by poles mm-hmm. at the beach. It's a pole thing. puncture. Pole puncture. You can't see at the bottom of it. You don't know what's in there. The bottom of what? The ocean. Yeah. What do you think? Aquaman's down there hitting oh him with his. You don't know what's in there. That's what, what I is tell it? people. Trident? What is it's it? not Trident. safe. Trident. 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 Mm-hmm. Trident. Not the gum. The triad. That's the. That's the mafia in Japan. <laughs> They could be down there too, according <laughs> to Nikki. You don't know. According to Nikki D, they could be down there. <laughs> they could. <laughs> you are absolutely right. <laughs> that could be, makes more sense. <clears throat> could be a Japanese Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see through the water. That's right. That's it. So yeah. you don't know what's down there. When you out there at the beach, you are at risk yeah. of anything getting to you. I don't. That's why I don't go in there because it's the Japanese. I really go in there that's the very reason why i can't see i saw a uh, japanese guy get out of the water one time with a trident <laughs> i was like i know what he's looking for <laughs> legs <laughs> looking for legs, legs. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> looking for legs <laughs> legs and bruce lee yep <laughs> <laughs> all right any last minute calls comments concerns uh if you got anything on the text machine we'll read that off there 916-909-09 Eight five. If not, roll some credits to get out of here for a Monday. Give us some here. Hang on. The Bailey Show. The BS.